Okay, Afrelech and Chanukah, everyone. And uh, today's share should be a refor shleim. Refor shleim. Chayes tatil v'asal Chaim Levin Oriol. Eitan Moshe Chaim Ben Esther. And Moshe Tzivia Bas Lauren Hadar. And Elon Nishmas Kamil Shai Ben Reza. And Tzivia Sonia Bas Mirav. Okay, so we left off yesterday. Today we're not going to do that much Gemara. There's so much. We're going to do a piece of short piece of Gemara today that is so packed with uh, with uh, Torah that we have to really digest it uh, line by line. So we are three lines in the wide lines in Dalit Amad Aleph and Brachos and the Gemara starts. David ani. So David Amalek states that I am a chassid. That I am a chassid. Now both Levi and Rav Yitzchak do not take at face value that he's going to go ahead and boast about his piety. So it has to be relate, relating to a specific midah of Dovin HaMelech as opposed to a general statement that he is a chassid. So, one says, Am I not a chassid? Of all the kings of the east and the west, I mean the whole world. They only, they get up in the third hour of the day. I get up at Chatzos way, way earlier than the rest of the other kings, and I do it to give you Shiros Vesishbachos. Continues, Ve'idach, the other one says, Kach Amar David, of all the other kings, they get up and they go to speak to other kings about boasting how big their armies are, how many cars are in the driveway, <coughs> Things that kings uh, boast about. Vani, listen, this is the line. My hands are dirty when I pass in Shilas about Dam Nida, about embryos and Shalia, which is afterbirths. <clears throat> in order to be Metire, a woman, to her husband so they can engage in Ona. And not only that, it says, Not only that, says David Melech. Every psak that I give, I first check with Mipiboshes, Rebbe, <coughs> my Rebbe, Omerlo Mipiboshes, Rebbe, Yafredanti. So I say to Rebbe, my Rebbe, Mipiboshes, Yafredanti, did I make the right, correct halacha? Yafech Yafti, Yafezachisi, that, that person who I found guilty, was I correct? Person who I exonerated, was I correct in my, in my psak? Yafetiharti, Yafetimesi, did I go ahead and make the right call whether, regarding Shilos of Tara and Tumah? And I did not go ahead. I was not embarrassed. Okay, we'll stop here for, for a few minutes. <clears throat> was that the purpose of the kings? Oh, question number one. So three questions come up. So Steve's number one. David HaMelech, his job was to go in and pass in Shilas about Tara of Atuma, about Dam Nida. He just said, yeah, he was his Rebbe. We're going to see soon that David's son, Kilav, was even a bigger Tamachacham than Biboshes. Of course, there were other Dayanim, other people who could have given. That's question number one. What's question number two? Question number two is it says, Miluchlachos. My hands were dirty. And that's another word we're going to pick up on. And number three, it says, Kidelatahir Ishalabaila. So let's start with question number one. It says, Yodam Miluchlachos. There is a sheet of the Bach. We do not paskin like this. But the Bach says, if ever a Rav is presented with a Shaila about Dam Nida, he should wait till the Dam dries before you make the call, because when it dries, it may turn out that there's a color there that you may not have seen when it was, was still fresh. <clears throat> so, but the, his son-in-law, the Taz, and the Shach disagree with that, 
and they say that's not the case. At the bottom of the Shulchan Aruch in Yeridea, the Torah Sashlamim says as follows. This is what he says. He says, Kosev Abach. He says, when a shaila belt damida comes to you when it's still wet, when it's still fresh, you should not go ahead and make up sock based on that until it dries, says the Bach. Because after it dries, so you might find a little red on the corners of the, of the garment, and that would suggest those damnida, and you may not have seen that when it was still fresh. They disagree. His son-in-law, the Taz, and the Shach disagree. And you don't go ahead and we don't pass like the Bach, meaning that you do not have to wait. You, can, you don't have to wait. You can wait, but you don't have to wait. You can still make the call, uh, the halacha call, while it's still fresh. And he's going to bring a raya from our Gemara. Meaning, am I not a chassid? My hands were dirty. In order to be metaher, and if if it was dried, my hands wouldn't be getting dirty. So the fact that he says his hands get dirty, <coughs> that you don't have to wait. You can still make the call even when the the blood is fresh. Now, it happens to be in the Gemara. He says three things. One is Damnida, one is an embryo. He was going down and seeing embryos. Why? Because in order for a woman to go ahead and be Tomei, if she gives birth to a boy, she is Tomei for seven days, and then there's dom, any blood after that is Dom Tahora for 33 days. We discussed this in the past. Why? <clears throat> if she gives birth to a girl, it's 14 days of Tuma and 66 days Minatora. Not, we don't hold like that, but Minatora is 66 days of purity. If she passes a, an embryo <clears throat> or a fetus, we have to see if it has the evidence that there was actually a fetus in there once upon a time or not. So that's what, whether she's Tommy or not. So David was Osek with that. And the third one was an afterbirth, which is a combination. The Shilia is the placenta and the amniotic sac. And we pass in Gemara and Nita says that if you pass the placenta, you must have had a, a, a fetus in there. So your tummy is just that the fetus dissolved and it's become liquefied within, those, within the uh, afterbirth. Anyway, has to be a certain shear. So this was David was was bothering himself with. So lalacha, <clears throat> it's just interesting to bring a raya from this from this gemara of nuchlachos. Now, in general, we are makil by hilchos by hilchos uh, nida. The gemara in nida daf gimel has a machlokas being bezhil on b'shamai. Machlokas is as follows: Every time a woman sees menstrual blood, it likely had left the uterus well before it exits her makom erva. So, in other words. Do we say that now the fact that she has, she has dam, that she really should be tamea retroactively? Or is it, and that the, the, the blood left the uterus earlier, it's just that it was contained within her makamerva, and once it comes out, she should be tamea now or lemafreya? So, Machlokas Basil Mashamai. So, Basil says it could be even lemafreya. So, Beshamai says as follows If you're going to say that she's tamea lemafreya even before we see the dam nida, then bitalta mitzvah beria berivia. You are going to cause bitol period of arivia. It's going to be on you, says Beishamai, because what's going to happen? Men are going to be afraid to go ahead and have relations with their wives because they're going to say, "If I see Damnita, really she may have been Tommy now." Because according to Beishilah, she's Tommy retroactively. So it's going to what you're going to do is you're going to disincentivize. You're going to discourage men from having mitzvah of ona, and you're going to be you're going to be mevatel the mitzvah of period of arivia. <coughs> this concept 
of Bittel, Pirvi Rubia, is discussed in other cases in Shas, and it's, it's a Chomer Dika Inyan, because obviously it's, it's, it's the first mitzvah given, but more than that, it's, it's, it's what we're, we're on this purpose for, right? Kosh Baruch gave us to go ahead and be to populate the world, and Purvu is obviously uh, a, a critical mitzvah. So, the Gemara, the other Gemaras that discuss this, the first one is Erevin Daf Samach Gimel. The Gemara there says that Yeshua bin Nun was punished. He didn't have any children. And the Marsha says there, it's not that he didn't have children, he didn't have boys. He had daughters, he didn't have boys. And the Gemara says, you know why he was punished? Because he extended the Melchama with Yericho through the night. He should have stopped fighting at night. <clears throat> and as a result of that, there were a lot of things, a lot of bitulim, a lot of things that were abolished that night as a result of his decision to extend the Melchama with Yericho into the night. One, there was no Tom Shabbat Arbayim. Number two, there was no Torah learning. And number three, since the Aron was not in its normal makom, anytime the Aron is on the battlefield, there's an Isra Tash Mishmita. You're not allowed to go ahead in relations with your wives. So says the Gemara, since he extended the war through the night and the Aron was, not, it was on the battlefield, and it was not in the, its normal place, the men and women were not allowed to cohabit that night. And as a result of that, he was mavatel, peri of Arabia, and therefore he was, he was punished that he did not have any sons. That's not Gemara number one. Gemara number two, Shabbos, Nun, hey, we're very, we're familiar with this uh, story in the beginning of Shmuel with Eli and, uh, and Pinchas, the Bnei Eli, the sons of the Kohen, the, the Pasuk says there, Asher Yishkevun Nashim. They went and slept with all the women. Now the Gemara in Shabbos, Taf Nun, hey, says, Amr Shmuel Eli Chatu, anyone who suggests that Bnei Eli, Chafni and Pinchas, sinned, ain't the Torah making a mistake, because it says, and it brings the Pasuk, Visham Shem Visham Shnei Bnei Eli, two sons of Eli, Aaron Bersalokim, Chafni Pinchas Kohen Lashem. So how do I fulfill? How do I interpret the pasuk Ashi Yishkevunas Anoshim that they slept the women? If we're not going to assume that they sinned, so the Gemara says that they went ahead and they delayed the bringing of the carbonos of the women. And Rashi explains that when a woman was a zava or yoled, that she had to bring a carbon, and these two Bnei Eli, Chafni Pinchas, delayed in bringing their carbonos. And the women didn't trust them to bring it. So in order for them to become tahor to their husbands, they'd have to stay another night to make sure that B'nai Eli went ahead and were mocked of the Karbanos. And as a result of them delaying their women and returning home, causing a delay for the women to return to their husbands, it's as if they slept, they, 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 it attributes as if they slept the women, meaning they caused them to be away from their husbands. <clears throat> And Rashi invokes Shayumon also in Peri of Arivia. The same thing. They were Mavatel Peri of Arivia. That's the, that's the second Gemara. So the first Gemara was in Erevin in regard to Yeshua ben Nun. The second case was in Shabbos regarding Eli Upinchas. <laughs> now, Eli and Abene uh, Eli Chafni Upinchas. The third Gemara was in Barachastav Chavbez. The Gemara there is discussing the backdrop of Takana Zezra that a Balkari, someone who has a seminal mission, has to go to Mikvah. The Tanam come up with a, with a Kula that you don't need to go in a mikvah, all you need is nine kabin to be showered upon your head. If you pour a certain amount of water over your head, then you are, you're, you're, you're tahar now. And the reason they did this, before we get to that in a second, the Gemara says, Nachum Gamzu whispered this halacha to his Talmud, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva whispered this halacha to his student, um, ben, ben Azai, and Ben Azza has two opinions. Either he whispered to someone else, or he went out in the marketplace and blew it up. He just publicized it to everyone. He put up posters. He said, everyone, the new halacha, there's a kula by Balkari that you don't need to go into a mikvah. All you need to do is pour nine kavan over your head. So, 
This is all going to be based on our Gemara. What, what's this reason that we go ahead and we are mekil by, by uh, Hilchas Nida? So Shlomo Zalman Braun, who I think was Nifter maybe in the 1990s, Sharm Batsun Walacha wrote a sefer, and he discussed there that in general, we are mekil by Hilchas Nida, machmer by Hilchas Mikvos, he says, but by Hilchas Nida we're mekil. And the reason is, based on our Gemara, look at the Lashon that the Gemara says, what David says. David doesn't say... <coughs> David, what David does not say is He doesn't say that I'm doing this in order to find the right halacha to see who's chayav and, and who's tar and tamay. He says He says the reason I, I did this I, 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 I wouldn't say you know, uh, humiliate myself but for a king to be dealing with these shilas and becoming uh, full of blood and, 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 and uh, impure in order for me to be metair, a husband and a wife. Look at the spin that Dovid HaMelech says it. He doesn't say I was trying to come to... Don't forget, I'm talking about Nida is a chi of kares. He doesn't say that I was there to find if she's tar or tamay. My objective was, says Dovid HaMelech, to go ahead and find a way to go ahead and be metair, the woman to... The, and that's what he says, Roshon Zambron, this is the reason why we're mekil by Hilchas Nida in general. In truth, he was not the first to say this. Centuries earlier, had a tshuva in Madur Kama Simnamam Gimel, discusses a very challenging case. Someone came to him, and there was a woman who repeatedly became Tmea, and she was not able to be with her husband. And he tried to find all these kulas to go ahead and see how he can be metair, and the end, he said, I really don't have any halachic way, but I'm going to invoke this kula based on this Gemara. Because he says, this is, <clears throat> and by the way, most of this I heard, this whole piece, and the, the upshot is fantastic, from Israeli Bornstein. He says that the Nodi Behuda found, based on this Gemara, that, that we, we try to be mekil, and based on that, he found the kula for this woman, and, and he invoked this Gemara. Says by mikvos, why we're machmer, when you're setting up the measurements of a mikvah, it's going to be a, a permanent structure. It's going to affect thousands of women. In each shaila that's brought to you individually, it's affecting one woman for 30 days, because in another 30 days, there'll be a whole new matzah, right? She's going to, it's cyclical. So that's why <clears throat> we're much, much, much more mako. Getting back to this last <coughs> Gemara, it's fascinating. The Gemara says there that, <clears throat> that, um, Nachum Gamzu, when he heard this halacha and brachos dafkav beis discussing about the takana of Ezra by Balkari, that we allow only nine kabin to be poured, it says Nachum Gamzu whispered it. Rabbi Akiva whispered it to his Talmud, but yet Ben Azai went ahead and announced it b'shuka in the marketplace. <clears throat> Question is why Ben Azai, if anyone knows, married. never married. As a matter of fact, Ben Azai was the poster child for not being married. In fact, there's a halacha, the first halacha. <clears throat> In, in Evan or Ezer, in Simon Aleph, uh, sorry, uh, yes, yeah, Simon Aleph, Ozdalid, says, Mishachoshcha nafsho batora. When Benazir was asked, why didn't he, he marry? He said, what can I do? Nafshi chashka batora. I'm so involved, I only have love for Torah, I can't get married. There's no room for me to love anything else. I'm so devoted, fully vested in, in, in Lima Torah. So the Allah says as follows, Mishachoshcha nafsho batora, ki it's mentioned in Allah. And he's married to the Torah. He didn't marry a woman. He does not violate any Avera. 
Assuming that he doesn't let his Yetzahara uh, get the best of him because he's never been with a woman, so assuming that he's able to still <coughs> obviously go, he doesn't violate any Torah. So isn't it weird that Ben Azai would be the one who would go ahead and announce this? Nachumish Gamzu was married. We know Rekiva was married three times. The second time to Kabbalah was the most famous one, his daughter Rachel. He was married three times. And yet, the one who wasn't married was the one who went and publicized this. Says Rabbi Bornstein, <coughs> he thinks based on a Gemara and Shabbos. This is really amazing. The Gemara and Shabbos, Daflam and Aleph, we're all familiar with this Gemara. The Gemara asks, when we all go up to Shemayim, and Meyav Esrim Shana, Kodesh Baruch is going to ask us six questions. I'll review all six of them with you, and then we're going to, you, we're going to try to see why a specific Lashon was, was used. So the first one is, did you conduct yourself in business with business ethics? Kavata itim good. Were you Baruch Hashem? We can all say yes. Asakta Arivia. Did you involve yourself in Peri of Arivia? And the last week's Pizza Yeshua, where you mitzapa from Mashiach, Pelpata Bechachma, where you mafalfel in Torah, Torah. Did you try to understand one thing with another thing? What does it say? Asakta Peri of Arivia. What should it have said? Kiyamta. Did you fulfill Peri of Arivia? The Marshad gives an answer. One answer, we'll get to in a second, but the most obvious answer is, it's not in our control whether we fulfill pru or vu. That's the obvious answer. The mitzvah is, you have to have one son and one daughter. Good. So you, all we can say is, Akash Baruch can't have tainas, we don't control if it's a boy or a girl. So you can't have tainas, all you can say is asakta. That's the simple answer. Marsha gives a different answer. Marsha says as follows. Asakta b'peri v'rivya? It's not only, did you, did you go ahead and help B'nai Yisrael? Were you involved in shiduchim? Were you involved in Bonei Olam with infertility? Did you go ahead and support these institutions to help Beria Varivia? Did you help the cause? It doesn't necessarily mean, did you just go ahead and be, fulfill the mitzvah? Says the Marsha, it's actually being involved. Did you put yourself out there to help the cause? If you understand what that is now, it makes total sense why Ben Azai would do this. Ben Azai did not fulfill the mitzvah himself, but he still wanted a chalik in it. So where everyone else, even though he had a Masorah from his Rebbe's Rebbe, Nachmish Gamzu, even though he had a Masorah from his own Rebbe, that this was the halacha, and they kept it quiet, Benazai went out and publicized it. This was his kiyum in Peri of Arivia. Asakta Peri of Arivia. He didn't want to be Mavato Peri of Arivia. So he went and announced it. He did his chalik. He was involved. He went ahead and announced it because he wasn't able to do it on his own level. Again, <clears throat> he is the paradigm Allah brings it, Shokhanach brings it, if you like Ben Azai, Nafshi, Chashkabatora, that you're not Osek part of, he was the one who did it. Says Rabbi Bornstein, yes, Dafka him, because it's a sack to Pervy Yavia, but look, Kiyam to Pervy Yavia. Beautiful thought. Okay. It's a separate question. Why didn't Nachmish Gamzi and Rabbi Kiva publicize it? How was he able to be Matthew, something that a greater base did? Meaning his Rabbeim said, don't do it, and he did it. No, no, he didn't say do it, he, he just locked He didn't say do it, they just kept it quiet. The, the, well, the, 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 the Mishnah says, Tanah Rabbanan. There must that's have been the, a reason why they said it. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, How did he overrule them? You were looking so it's not a question so much of overruling it. The halacha is the halacha. It was, it's a Tanah Rabbanan. It's just that they kept it quiet for whatever reason. I, I, I can't answer that. None, none of us can answer that. But the fact that Benazai went ahead, there's two... Pshot, there's two um, Possibilities in Benazi. One says he kept it quiet, and the other one says he went and announced it, and he got up in a soapbox and, and, and he announced it. But it's, it's a beautiful, uh, if we, once you understand what the Marsha says, that there's a different key in, in Peru. Okay, let's just do a couple more lines. Is the I'm sorry, the, uh, can you repeat the three, four, and five? Three? Questions? 
Oh, when sock the pair of then you, I was going to ask if you went ahead and you and you were osek b'torah, whether you osek peri rivia did sipitel yeshua, did you wait for yeshua, did you go ahead and me hevanta davar mitach davar and pilpalta b'torah, did you understand one thing with another thing, and we follow the Torah. That's six and five. I gave you the reverse order, but those are the six things: Shabbos, Daf, Lamid, Aleph. Correct. 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 Yes. In other words, he tried. If something was bl- blanketly usher, he went to. But he was trying. His his. We weigh towards being mitahir. We try to be makel. In other words, if it's black on white, you can't be mitahir. You can't say it's. Uh, you can't violate. But if you're not sure, we, we tend to lean that way. The last question that Steve brought up was exactly this. Isn't it degrading, for lack of a better word, for David HaMelech? This is David HaMelech going ahead. And we're going to see. We just saw he asked his Rebbe, Mipi Boshes, for all the Shilohs. <coughs> and he had, we'll see soon, he had his son Kilav, who was even stronger in Torah learning. He was able to disprove Mipi Boshes. <coughs> Excuse me. So why would he go ahead and involve himself? So there's a Gemara in Sanhedrin that says... like when he danced. Okay. Same idea. Well, right. Yes and no. That was the Torah coming back. You're talking about when Michal cursed him? Yeah. So, so... Well, he created the system that we actually have today where the, where the women go to the Rabbanim and show what the oh. situation is. Oh, okay. So the question is, they go to the Rabbanim. They don't go to, uh, to, the, to the king. So the, so the Gemara Sanhedrin says that the, the, the halacha is always like... The halacha is always like David HaMelech. The, 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 we paskin, whenever there's a shayla, we always paskin like, uh, like Dovna Melech, and the Gemara on Hedge and Sadikimo says, Vashem Imo, what did the Gemara learn out? Shalach HaKemoso Bechomakom. The Chsam Sofer was these, the Edim, the son in law of Rav Kiva Eger, was Masbid of Kiva Eger. Even though Rav Kiva Eger, by the way, said he didn't want a Hesped, his, his, uh, his Edim, his son in law, the Chsam Sofer, was Masbid him. And during the Hesped, <coughs> he brought up this question. He said, Why would David Amelech why would David HaMelech go ahead and be involved in the day-to-day mundane acts of going and answering Shilas about Nida? So he says, the truth is, David HaMelech didn't have a choice. Based on the Gemara in Sanhedrin of Tzad where it says, Vashem Imo, and they, they teach it to learn, If you have a, 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 states that the Halach is always like you, always like David HaMelech, whenever he said Allah is like him, it's like going to ask the Urim V'tumim. How could you not go? So you have to, even the smallest Shilas or the biggest Shilas. In fact, Rev, um, Moshe Feinstein, in his Hakdama to Igros Moshe, starts off by saying, just like Rav Akiva Eger said in his Hakdama to his, before he answered his Shilas uh, Tshuvas in, in the beginning, he says, I, I approach this job, so to speak, as the Zacharias, as a posek, with some trepidation. It's not something I want to do, but based on this Gemara, Moshe said, based on this Gemara of David, anyone who asked me Shiloh, no matter how big or small, I felt obligated to go ahead and answer that question. It's an Achrayas. Same thing with Akiva, the Chassam Sofer said about his father-in-law, Akiva Eger. Based on this Gemara, that David HaMelech was being osik in these mundane Shilas that a, a regular Rav could answer, shows that when someone asks their Moshe, no matter how big the Kasha, how small the Kasha, when you're a Posek, you cannot turf it to anyone else. And Moshe also says it's a nachas ruach. The reason I'm doing it's a nachas ruach. My father, my father told me when I was younger that he predicted I'd be a, uh, he'd be a posek. So what you're saying is that he David Amalek did not have any other choice. But no, everyone came to him because the halach was always like him. 
So, of course, you'd go to the person who Allah is always like him. You want to have a right answer. You want to know whether you're Tamar or you're Tar. So, he had no choice but so he, uh, the people had no choice but to go to Dovin Amelech. Because the Gemara says, as an adjunct, Allah is always Kamoso. So, you have to go to him. If you can go to Akkadish Baruch Hu Kivyachal, and you can go to a regular Yabasar Fadam, who are you going to go to? The Gemara says, Allah Kamoso, Allah was always like him. You can go to the gold standard. The question is, why did Dovin have to answer it? So this is what Chassam Sofer said about his shvera, and this is what Moshe Feinstein also says in the Kedoma. If you have that Achrayas, you're not able to turf it. Dovna Melch didn't turf it. If Dovna Melch didn't turf it to someone else, certainly we can't turf it to someone else. Freilich and Konikov, an amazing day. We'll continue tomorrow. <clears throat>